Today on the Weekend Bible, the disciples asked Jesus an interesting question. Who is considered the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus also gives some important instruction concerning discipleship and the responsibility that believers have to be faithful to his word as to not lead each other astray. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weekend Audio Bible here on the Streetlights America podcast. My name, my name is Daniel King. So last week when we were reading Matthew 17, we covered the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus took three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John specifically, and showed them a vision where he was in conversation with both Moses and Elisha. And God came forth in a voice to reinforce to his disciples that Jesus was indeed the Son of God and the Messiah. We also witnessed a couple miracles, one of which challenged the disciples' faith, in which Jesus informed them that, is, that because of unbelief, they were unable to heal a stricken boy. And Jesus apparently pays the IRS with uh, fish money. Okay, I know that was dumb. Anyway, Peter was approached concerning the temple tax that the children of God are free from the customs that would otherwise be due from their sin. However, in this case, the tax had to be paid, and thus Jesus sent out Peter to quite literally fish, and the first fish he caught took out a piece of money in which to pay them. And today, we are covering Matthew 18, and the disciples pose a very interesting question to Jesus of who is the grace in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus also tells a couple of parables, as well as how to address each other in the body of Christ. So, without further ado, let's begin. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted, and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses. For offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two, to be cast into hellfire. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek that one that is straying? And if he should find it, assuredly I say to you, 
he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Assuredly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you let loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents, but he was not able to pay. And his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he would pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were very grieved, and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant! I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pitied you? And his master was angry, and delivered him to the torturers, until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly Father also will do to you, if each of you, from his heart, does not forgive his brother his trespasses. And that will conclude today's reading. As always, I want to thank you all so much for listening and for spending some time with us. Thank you all very much for spending some time with us, and I do hope that you will spend quality time with the Lord on your own, that you would take time to dive into His Word and get to know Him personally, because this is a personal relationship that He asks, not a passive one. Thank you all so much, and may God bless you.